is going on, fans? Welcome back to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. Like Finn Lizzie, the boys are back in town uh, after a week off, our first of many every other week episodes. So let's get right into it. We have a lot to get into. So sports this week, we have an NBA and EPL standings check-in. NASCAR, we get all the details, the juicy details of Mark's excursion down to Fontana with the race and also last week's Las Vegas race. And then we preview this week's race in Phoenix as well as next week's race in Atlanta. And uh, I have a little, have a little chat with uh, you know Sean and Mark about who's the dumbest right now in sports. Is it Chase Elliott or is it Jean Morant? We'll let you decide. And over in comic books, again, two weeks off means a lot of books to get into. We This week we have Marvel, Boom Studios, Image, Dark Horse, Ablaze Comics, and of course our favorites, AWA and DC. And in news, Daredevil. Huge news for the new Daredevil show. Give me more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Chris Rock stand-up we get into, and we say goodbye to Barry. No, not Barry Sanders, not Barry Manilow, and not Barry Allen, but yes, the show Barry on HBO ends after this upcoming season four. But all of that and more on a late night, brand new episode of the Comic Bookies podcast. Come and join us. Let's do it. And welcome back, everyone, to the Comic Boogies Podcast. Issue number 180 starts right now. Like every single week, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, is New Comic Book Day. So go out there, wherever your local comic book store is, support local businesses, support comics. Just get them any way you can. Alex, in particular, is opened up every Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So go out there and get some books because we got plenty to get to this week. I got, I think, nine or ten this week. Um, Sean, Mark, uh, this is our first week where we go every other week, kind of give ourselves a mental break, a physical break, spend more time with family, especially since football's not here. But, of course, like we figured, it's going to be a huge week in sports and comic books. But first of all, how are you doing? Man, everything is good. Mike and Mark, good to see your guys' face. Bro, the only thing I'm not happy about is more rain on the horizon. Duke, we get past mm-hmm. this freaking winter storm already, bro. All this crazy stuff you're hearing in the Sierras and Tahoe with the people snowed in. And I think we got like one of them like little hypersonic rivers or something in route for Friday. I mean, who knows what the hell a hypersonic river exactly making all atmospheric, these funky, my boy. Atmospheric. atmospheric. <laughs> what did he Whatever. say? Hypersonic. What about tails? Atmos- sonic and tails. You know, hypersonic. The, the last time we had one was probably the Sounds first like time I even heard that term. It's probably the first time I even heard that term. But either way, man, I mean, a little weather. I've seen like nine days straight of rain. So, yay. I mean, sounds, the freaking yeah, where where were you a month and a half ago? That was the same term that kept being brought up when we got dumped on like two. That's months what I'm ago. saying though. That's the first time I heard it was that the previous oh. time we had it, and this is the second time. I, that's like, that sounds like a good weed. Hypersonic river, cryptochronic, uh, <laughs> purple, chronic. Some of that good ganja. <laughs> Everything's good. You though, can have now. your own strain, Sean. <laughs> My yep. need to. I'll, I'll talk to the homie real quick. But now, how are you? Hey, how are you guys doing, man? Mark. What's up? Doing all right, man. Nice to see you guys every two weeks now. So got a lot of books to be getting into. But man, uh, got uh, Mike over there with his Vans hat. That's something new and different. I like it. I like the little style. But um, my wife is trying to change up my style, but I like it. That's cool. (laughs) I got I love Vans, man. But anyway, just uh, news always. Uh, You know, the NFL never likes to go dry. Got a little bit of news there and just uh 
you know, Liverpool as well. Uh, man, scoring a touchdown. Just <laughs> crazy, crazy weekend in sports, my guy. But nah, just uh, excited as always to get into some sports and comics and collide those two worlds. The only way that we know how to do it. And that's the best way for the fans and everybody around the globe to tune in. So 180, man, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, that, all I care about, one more touch on the weather. Just stay away from Anaheim. No rain the 19th through the 22nd. Uh-huh. Just stay away. I want clear skies because we're finally we rescheduled the trip going on my on my long weekend, taking the kids just like now. If this rains this trip, then I know we're cursed. Right. The original trip was in April of 2020. We know how that ended up with covid. And then we rescheduled it for December of 2021. We get dumped on one of the days and we end up getting sick on the last day. And then we know what happened Super Bowl Sunday weekend when just me and my wife were supposed to go. Then everything, the shit hit the fan with work, had to cancel it. So now we've rescheduled. If it rains and kind of rains on my parade again, like, dude, it's it's like <laughs> I have to just go during the summertime where I know it's going to be no rain. There's no school. There's like nothing possible. And instead of a, a, a nuclear strike from China or Russia, then that's the only reason why we or North Korea. Then that's the only reason why we would cancel the trip. Yeah, if it's just like, you know, us adults going with the, our significant other, we can deal with the rain, even though it just sucked. Oh, dude, with oh, kids. Hell yeah. Oh, God, bro. I, I don't even want to imagine that. I mean, Kaysen's already running around the stuff that he's already trying to get into. And you got mm-hmm. Cam and, of course, Maddie. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. So. All right. Cool. So let's uh, I'm glad to be back in the saddle with you guys uh, for another week. So starting off with sports, let's get right into it speaking of a winter wonderland mark you w- went down to fontana two weeks ago uh this was the week that's when we recorded 179 was right before you went down there so um we know you hit some weather had to take a different highway down there but i'm sure people if people look at our youtube page with all the shorts and everything those are your videos you know those are, that's your experience down there at fontana so tell us all about it and of course a little bit about the actual race before we get into las vegas last sunday yeah, man, unfortunately, both of you guys couldn't go, so I had to take a trip down to the Inland Empire down there in Southern California to a track that's obviously very near and dear to my heart. And as you mentioned, the weather was pretty wild. I had to truck it down instead of cutting down through the Center Valley of California, which is a lot shorter. Obviously, people that don't know the geographical region, it's a lot faster and straight compared to going down the coast down California. But the one thing Mr. I'm upset as teacher, the one thing I'm upset yeah, terminology. about. The one thing I, I mean, it was a hypersonic. I was, I had to escape the <laughs> hypersonic river that I could have caught. Hey, man. we're rolling little, tonight, man. Hey, but there, hey. <laughs> So I'm just upset with myself. I should have left a little bit earlier because all those coastal towns I didn't really get to see during the day. I haven't seen them in like 15 years, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, although I did stop there to like grab a coffee. But it was dark. It was rainy and it was a crazy trip, but it was fun as hell, man. Obviously, the track um, I actually I, it was the, my fifth time at the track, but it was the first time that I actually got seats coming off of turn four. I usually get my seats going into turn one. I wanted to switch up the experience a little bit. And man, may I say the experience sure as hell was switched up when I was blessed with an extra race in that Xfinity race because I was kind of bummed when they canceled it because that was going to be one of my uh, things to listen to on the drive down there. So just tuned into more podcasts and playlists. Right. But 
I'll tell you what, man, getting that treat to have that night race at night, be that Xfinity race. And, you know, the first race I ever went there in 2007, I mentioned before, was a night race. So it was just great, man. The racing was great. You know, hats off to obviously Kyle Busch. I believe he got his first win there in the Cup Series. And now that uh, 61st win, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that he just got or 60th, something around there. Something, something like that. It was over 60. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought the race was pretty good. You know, to tell you the truth, when you're actually there at the track, if you don't have a scanner or whatnot, you're not really getting all the information, obviously, that you get on the TV. So the TV actually sometimes is a little bit better for me, for someone that's so in tune with the sport and likes to know what's going on with the drivers and the cars. Like, I started texting the minute I already seen uh, Larson hit the pits. And I don't know, something was really wrong with his car, but I have no information. I was hoping you'd re- relay that toward me, which you did. But, yeah, you know, all in all, it was a beautiful backdrop with the the snow and the mountaintops. And, you know, a jo- Joe Hunter Nemechek or John Hunter Nemechek, excuse me, won in the 20 car for Joe Gibbs Racing later on that night. And just uh, it was fun, man. When with the second race, the Xfinity race, I got to stand right by the flag, man, pretty much. And security wasn't tripping. I'm How cold sh- was it, though, at night? It was it got pretty cold that night. You're right. It did get pretty cold that night. But security knew what was up. All I'd say about 80 percent of fans probably didn't even know there was a second race there that night. So it kind of, you know, the crowd left quick. It was just, you know, as we like to say, the real ones there at the end for the Xfinity race. So the, the ones, ones that will work tomorrow. Yeah, that, too. But, <laughs> man, it was just uh, fun as hell, man. Great times. Just not only did I get the aspect of to off turn four, like I said, right by the flag stand and just feeling the cars, you know, almost full speed right by the fence. It's just, uh, you know, it's a rush, dude. I love it. I recommend everybody get to their nearest uh, NASCAR race or your local track. Uh, it's really, really exciting. And the event is just great as always, man. So, yeah, you know, I, mean, I just uh, really liked it, dude. What's up? Yeah, I mean, that's. The only thing that's now making me really, really regret not going is because now we're getting these rumors of not only are they not going to shut down and then reconfigure the track to like a half mile or a a three quarter mile track, they might just it might just be done forever. Yeah, I don't think really sucks. It it could happen. Um, I saw a lot. I know a lot of people were talking about um, like Martinsville is on 300 something acres. How do they expect to like have a a nascar facility on 89 acres that they kept or whatever but you never know and when i was down there i I, you know i took some pictures i posted it on my uh, twitter account i saw already some construction going up for speedway Mm -hmm. boulevard something and it's like they already got a lot of stuff going up down there and i'll tell you one thing it's not going to be that people are speculating on it being housing development or condos but man it's literally all industrial down there there's a transfer and waste facility right across the street from the parking lot that i parked at so it's kind of real world down there in fontana and it's obviously just you know industrial and there's not going to be any i know a lot of people oh, of course sell everything for condos housing 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 yes there's a housing shortage but believe me it's not going to be houses that's going to be going next to auto club speedway down there in southern california well i can only pray that it's going to happen again because I would want to get down there next year. I think yeah. I think a goal of mine next year is if we don't do any like big like you know f- like family trips or whatever, then at least if I'm doing one race is is this race coming up this weekend in Phoenix. You know you have the excuse of having a free place to stay with Spring my brother, training. 
spring training games and then a race it's it's like the perfect weekend for us right just you get two different sports and then hopefully get to expose my brother <laughs> to some nascar because you know me and mark have been trying to get his ass into nascar for the last couple months where where are we at with the steven project of trying to get him into nascar He's oh, he's so hard headed. He was, you know, he was Worse. he was bitching and complaining about some foul on the Warriors game or whatever. And then I was like, wow, bro, you're really watching like the NBA, but you're not you know, like this trash, you know, sport sometimes. But you're going to watch not not like not watch NASCAR. So I don't know. He's kind of stubborn. But if we can m- his, make him his some boys, money, his boys into F1. Yeah, Bobby's really dope. into F1. Right. And of course, he had to jump on the, you know, you know, Red Bull. Oh, what random team am I going to pick to root for? Oh, this is Red Bull. Oh, cool. F1 in Vegas is going to be dope, though. Yes. And NASCAR in Chicago, too. I mean, that's that's I mean, bring bring more of that. That'd be so badass. But no, I mean, obviously, if Phoenix is going to fall through next year. Um, well, never mind, because Fontana wouldn't be there because they wouldn't it wouldn't be ready yet. But that's the that's the pipe dream. Got to make Steven some money for him to be interested in something. So if we can make him some money a couple <laughs> times this year, I think he, he would become sort of a regular fan. I'm a you know? yeah, or the video I, game or whatever, like the like the like FIFA and that and World it, Cup game, like really got me into soccer, right? And be, and, yeah. and what about being the comic bookies podcast here? And how great is it that someone wagering a little bit of money and obviously you know trying to get into the sport via that route? Which is why the community that we're growing here, or I mean, that is growing on Twitter. And then, I mean, I my I myself and Mike, you as well, are kind of becoming a part of here. You know, right. just uh, I think that that's what they're really trying to do. Just like they're helping NASCAR gain more fandom through the exploitation of being able to wager on these on these matchups and you mm-hmm. know even even if you don't even have a driver but you know I've always been more of a Chevy fan uh, whatever I'll put it on Chevy to win the race which I mean right. you'd be 3 and 0 oh this year so I don't know why you wouldn't mm-hmm. because bow tie is right. running things so you know it takes me a couple uh you know I did pretty good obviously I mean Daytona is what it is but I did pretty good um last week going uh 5 and 3 in Fontana and then this week Harvick was the only one that kept me alive in my matchups as the Penske boys uh didn't want to fare so well but you know it takes me a couple weeks to see how these cars are running we obviously know the cream of the crop right now but it's going to change you know Phoenix obviously coming up here this week they're getting that new uh package for the downforce with that little uh is it the, or they're like a little two inch spoiler now trying to reduce mm-hmm. the downforce, I guess. But um, yeah, they're always changing the rules and their packages. And I, I to tell you the truth, it, it happens so often these days that I don't even really dig deep into it that much. I guess I should have for the podcast. But, you know, it's just let's just know that they're going to try to reduce some downforce. They're going to cut some uh, spoiler off and try to put put it more in the driver's hands, really. So, right, right. I mean, and then you were and then bow ties running things and then a freaking ford had to go and ruin it for larson like almarola he was thinking about retiring last year he just should have retired that jackass that like act, unfor- you know that unforced error act- with four laps and but, okay so i'm gonna say something um him and larry mcreynolds stop stop it you're like you're like freaking larry Greg Mac? you're like you're like uh, uh greg papa oh you know it's been a. Uh, Two seasons since Chad Bradford's given up a home run after the eighth inning. Yeah, oh, there's a high drive to deep left field. Oh, shit. Like Larry McGrone's every time. You know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The, the last six races here at, at, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, four out of the last six times, the last caution. Came oh, yeah. Less than 10 laps to go. 
And yeah. here it is, four laps to go. But, last caution, and Larson's four and a half seconds ahead. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm more know. upset. I'm more upset than anybody at that because that actually would have made my uh, gambling day a lot better with my 701 <laughs> uh, ticket that I had in hand to cash in for Larson, what I, which I was hoping for. <laughs> and I already knew it. You know, I actually thought that Larson could have won the race off pit road. But congrats to you know William Byron, his team right. uh, got him out there quick. You know, and he was able to obviously prevail there on that on that front row next to Truex with old tires. So, you know, Larson didn't really have anything, but you're right, man. But, you know, to Almarola's defense, I will admit NASCAR called a soft caution. It was. It's like I he spin. You saw the smoke, but it's a, he corrected it and he got on his way. It's just they call it so they quick. Want it. They they want the excitement. They want the drama. Mm-hmm. They want the fans. They want us wagering. Yeah, they want to piss me off, you know. And that's why Todd Furman and Chris Wormy, you know, that's why they actually named their podcast. Chris says that stay green because they gamble. Stay they green. gamble right. on it, and that's what they want because they're basing their bets pretty much on, you know, handicapping how they think that these uh, drivers are gonna be like. You know, in a pretty clean race towards the end. And when you start jumbling it up with all these cautions at the end, you know, it just it ruins your bet. And I was laughing because it literally ruined my bet this weekend. So sometimes I mean, you know, sometimes it helps you. Sometimes it hurts you. Right. Right. Stay green. Stay yellow. It is. You know, sometimes I've won races because of restarts and I've lost them. It is what it is. You charge it to the game and you move on, man. So that is the worst, too, because it's like a thin line of like. If a car spins out but corrects it kind of quick, all right, let's keep it going. Or what you guys just right. said. End but of the race. Was, if there's no 100 laps, if there's 100 involved. laps left, they might not have called it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, four, what, was four, la- four or five laps left? Sweetly. Ring a ding ding. Pull it out. There he already it had it halfway out of his pocket. He was like, oh, is it going to happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Amarola. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, um, and then credit like you said to byron's pit crew they made a move they made the pit stop that larson used to win a championship you know the the fastest off pit road ends up on the front row and ends up winning the damn race right he had a 0.4 second uh quicker pit stop got him off first and then nice man did you did you question larson's choice uh to go on the inside behind truex with with uh older tires should he have gone behind byron with the no. newer tires to get up and then it would have been just him too like for sure that like, they would have easily both passed up truex because you know that's what i, I mean, was also thinking like why would he go behind truex he's the one with older tires he would get a slower start he would need to give a bigger push to get up there i think he could got yeah, that's what i think he was trying to do you know get that push and just try to clear him and go inside yeah. that white line but I, I mean, I don't know. Forward. I think Byron was obviously the class of the field. No one can deny yeah. that. So I'm 76 you know, left slid. With yeah, Byron, unless, unless Larson was on the front row with Byron or unless a couple other cars didn't pit besides Truex, Truex being the only one only that one. did not pit. So everyone on tires behind him, um, if there would have been like if if Larson and Byron would have been like on the third row, you know, two other cars would have pitted or whatever you know it would have been a different story but it is what it is uh congratulations byron he gets his fifth win in the cup series yeah right now you know also do you see that little thing too a little stat it said if the last 50 laps of the race went cautionless with no issues like no slow-ups whatsoever like no um like lap traffic i think too like no incidences just going based off of speed daniel suarez is your winner 
Daniel Suarez is one. Larson's still P2. Uh, Byron's way back there, like maybe top 10. Suarez was coming. Huh? Yeah, so Suarez was coming like like late in the race, but he was, you know, probably so far back there. Yep, he's pretty cool. Like sticky tires. That's pretty cool (laughs) out there. Able to like figure out like a little stat tracker type thing like that. Right. Yeah. Just taking the average uh, speed over a certain amount. It's like, yeah, yeah. so much, so much math involved there. Okay, cool. So going on from Fontana to Vegas, let's uh, get into Phoenix. And then of course the third sort of super speedway there uh, in Atlanta. What do you guys think about Phoenix? Now Phoenix is a, uh, could be a turn in the season. You know, last year this was Chase Briscoe's one and only win. So something that the, that the Fords can get a hold of. I know that Logano obviously has won here a couple times because he's won championships here. Um, uh, I believe, you know, guys like Keselowski has have won here. I'm not I sure if Blaney have, have, has won here, but I but I, I wouldn't doubt that um, Penske does well this week and kind of gets off the schneid. But like I just said, Stuart Haas Racing, Briscoe, that this was his win last year. So yeah, we'll see if Ford can do it this week. But it's kind of um, what have you done for me lately? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't see why Chevy can't go out and win this race too this weekend. Well, I'll tell uh, you what's I'll tell you what's broke, and it's not a hundred percent fixed yet, but it is repaired, and that's uh, that's Chase. That's Chase Elliott's uh, fibula on his uh, yeah. left leg or right leg, I believe. But, you know, that drops him actually to double digits uh, real quick before we get into Phoenix. That drops him in double digits for the championship. He's still 10 to 1, but your driver, Mike, I'm sure you'd be happy to hear this, even though coming up uh, non victorious with that second place finish down there in Las Vegas, he's still 7 to 1 about right now to win the championship. He was second but, place all day. He got he mm-hmm. got P2 stage one, P2 stage two, and P2 at the race. Same with Byron, uh, Byron getting P1 in all three of those, swept everything. Yeah, so. kind of lackluster through the middle of that race, if you will, I guess, then, with that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Going on to Phoenix, what you think, man? I think I you need to wait Dog till leg. practice. Got to pra- gotta wait till qualifying. Different right. package now. Um, I really don't know. You know, you always want to say you got want to go with Harvick. He's won nine times there or whatnot. But <laughs> there's a right, race I mean, that he wins this year. It may be there, and that's going to be and, it. And you know, I, I mean, I he won for me last week, and I, I mean, I just don't know with Harvick with this new car because you know it's a little bit different, and he hasn't won there in a while, right? So it's like if I, I don't know if you got those stats, Mike, but I don't think he's won there maybe since like that year, maybe that year that he won those nine races. One of them was uh, obviously not the last one because he didn't win the championship, but maybe he won there there, but in the first race, in the spring race. But, you know, I don't know, man. I think the the Fords are going to have to prove something to me, which I thought they did and qualifying on the pole you know and obviously i don't know what's the point of qualifying on the pole for logano if you're gonna run 15th place all day he went so, flying too man that kind of <laughs> he went airborne i messed up a lot of people's bets too i heard some people calling mm-hmm. in a nascar talking about their fantasy lineups got screwed up because of that <laughs> just uh i just don't understand it's cool to have speed for one lap but that's one lap's not going to win you the race but true um bowman this is his home track he can get around this place pretty good, right? Chastain, um, guy, he's he's actually leading the he's leading in points right now. He doesn't have a win, but he's got the most points with 129. Oh, Alex man. Bowman's right behind him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, actually, the guys that I've just been talking about, but Kevin Harvick is in third place. Bowman's in second. Chastain's in first, first. for the uh, wow. for the points right now. But Suarez, that in is interesting. How how does that? 
Like, that's where I think it confuses me a little bit. Points. I mean, I know, like, leaving the first lap, winning the race, winning stages, but that's where it kind of confuses me, too. Like, what's Mike more confusing? Just... NASCAR standings or the BCS? <laughs> what's more confusing? Yeah, that, that just confuses the hell out of me, bro. Like, so bad. Cause it's just like, at least BCS, you kind of like, oh, they missed it by like one or two teams or something like that, like a spot position. But, like, right. Harvick at least has a win. Okay, maybe him there. But, like, a Chastain, it's like, how the hell? Like, that, that makes no, that makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. What doesn't right. make sense to you? How he's leading in points. How is he leading in points? Or who'd you, who'd you, who'd you say was leading in points right so now? Chastain. Or not? He's leading in points, way. but how does it not make sense to you? He's like running. It's not about who wins. It's a. I mean, it's about who wins. But he's just running great laps. Yeah. You know, he's having great finishes. I guess he's I, doing, just, I he's need to understand. Points. Yeah, I need to understand a little bit more, like how some points are maybe worth more than others. Because I'm just like. It's, well, you got three stages. The last yeah. stage, obviously, the first two stages, the top ten finishers, they get points. Ten gets one point, and first gets ten point. Yeah. So if you constantly fin, if you finish in the stage, you fifth place the every stage, you're getting five, ten, five, ten. Like Logano, he didn't get any points last race at all. Yeah, he didn't finish in any of the stages, and he DNF'd. So he yep, got yep, no yep. points for that race. That's freaking horrible. That's why that's why it dropped him to ninth in the standings. He probably would have been if he would have had a better day. But you don't tell the truth. Then shit, if you're even if you don't win a race, but you're just consistent every race. That's actually so he, yeah. So he's fourth in playoff standings because the because the top three are the three winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. so so if if you want to talk averages, uh, what have you done for me lately, Kevin Harvick? Very true. He's second in the last six races yeah. as far as average finish, just out of a top five average finish, but no wins. Logano has two wins in those six races. Chase Elliott with one, obviously one. that probably being the championship race, I believe. And Larson having one, which was also the championship race. And then, of course, Chase Briscoe and Martin Truex Jr. So you have the last three champions winning, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, our three guys. Those were all the fall races. And you have Chase Briscoe, race, yeah. Martin Truex Jr., and then Logano also winning a spring race. It was your last six winners of the race in Phoenix. Hmm. So who so, wins in yeah. cold weather and who wins in warmer weather? But yeah, but as far as the top 10 uh, average finishes, you have, of course, Logano having just over an f- average of fourth place in the last six races. Denny Hamlin is third behind Harvick. And then you have some uh, Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, actually, uh, averaging a top 10. Like we said, Ryan Blaney's right there. Kyle Larson, William Byron, Eric Amarola, and Ross Chastain, and Brad Keselowski. So, Blaney's you know really what? good, too. 14 races with nine top 10s. Yeah. Hey, and in the last, let's see, in the, in the last two times that he's ran a race, here's the theory. Guess who has an average finish of eight and a half, eight point five. 8.5, you know, let's just say ninth place over the last two times that he's raced there, and he currently doesn't have a car, but somebody has an opening. What if Jimmy Johnson jumps uh, in the nine? And he races. They got an opening. JJ. It's they're going with Barry, and then on the road course, they're at Coda. They're going with Jordan Taylor, I believe, the guy that comes from those okay, sport so car races. They, okay, so basically they have an opening, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Josh, yeah. uh, if you want ratings uh hello in jimmy johnson in the nine for hendrick motorsports uh yeah i don't know how there. much mr mr hendrick gives a damn about the nascar ratings he's gonna put who he wants in his car and who he thinks you know i mean obviously but i don't know he I wants winners think, he, he wants he wants he wants seven time Jeez, cup series champion that guy was different man 
So who do you think, Mark? What do you say about this race? Does Toyota, does Ford get their first win? Does Chevy keep going? Because I see all three uh, manufacturers across the board over this top 10. I see Penske. I see mm-hmm. Hendrick Motorsports. I see Joe Gibbs. I see, you know, technically Joe Gibbs, but now in RCR with Kyle Busch. You know, I see them all. So who, t- you know, who, who do you think who's a good bet, you know, as far as top three, top five um, matchups? And well, I know matchups aren't really out yet on a Tuesday, but who would you say? Who would you put your uh, hard-earned money on? I'm going to go – I like Larson. I like Larson. I like mm-hmm. Bell. I like mm-hmm. Bush. Let's go with uh, Larson, Bell, and Bush. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Those are three drivers that I'm going to be looking to see what they do, obviously, and practice and qualifying. Okay. Um, I'd, I kind of like Reddick as well. Um I just, you know, I other than Harvick, it's kind of hard to try to do anything with those Stuart Haas racing cars, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so I, you know, even though uh, what's his name won last year, um, Briscoe, just uh, I don't know, man, I just find it hard to. Or did Briscoe win last year? Or was it the year before? He won last year. That was his one win. It was last year. I don't know, man. They just. They looked real soft in Vegas other than Harvick. I didn't like what I saw from them. Hopefully they can turn it around, but let's go with Bush, Bell, and Larson for this race, man. Nice. What do you think, Sean? I like Blaney and Truex. Okay. I like both ah, of them. Blaney's a good one, too. I don't know why I'm keeping them out, but I don't know. I just think um, – yeah, but that's a good pick. I just think they're going to have – I was kind of disappointed in Penske last week. Usually when I do that, they come back strong mm-hmm. the next week, but – that's a good pick also, Blaney. Sean, that's Sean, that's funny you say Blaney and Truex because if you like Blaney and Truex, well, then you're getting the best average over the last five races uh, at Atlanta. Uh, Blaney has one win over the last five races with finishing just outside the top six. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Martin Truex Jr. over the last five races with uh, Blaney having four top fives out of the last five races in Atlanta. So that's where Penske can really, really turn around if they don't 100%. get it done this weekend in Phoenix. Uh, Ross Chastain coming in there um, with a top 10 average. Harvick, over the last five races, actually has a win, along with Chase and Kurt Busch having those wins. And all the way down with a horrible average finish of just under 20th place, but he has a win there, is the guy who won at Las Vegas last week, William Byron. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would probably go with, let's see. You know what? I I would say that, of course, I like, I would, you know, it's, oh, yeah, Big Larson. I think the different manufacturer gets it done this week. I don't think Chevy gets it done this week. So if I were to put money on anybody, it would be probably, let's go with, I'll take Hamlin uh, if it's going to be Toyota. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be Ford, um, shoot, let's go with Sean. Let's go with uh, with Blaney. I like it. Let's go with Blaney or Hamlin. 11 yes, or 12 sir. consecutively. And then for Atlanta. The, 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 oh, that's right, Atlanta. I was going to say, don't sleep on Chastain either in Phoenix. No, no, I know. And then and then Chastain, he has obviously, like I said, he has over the last he's raced there four times uh, over the last couple of years under he's averaging under he's uh, a top 10 finish. So Chastain might do really well, especially since he's been, you know, he's not always been in the track house car when it comes to Atlanta. You know, over the last four races, it's not always been track house. So now that he's in track house, he's familiar with the team. He's getting better and better year after year. That's mm-hmm. good. Good value right there if you can get him at hopefully double digits there for the Atlanta race. Not sure if that's going to 
you know, happen. But if you can, then I would pick Ross Chastain possibly for mm-hmm. the race down there in Atlanta. For Atlanta stands out to me. I like actually Eric Jones and Alex Bowman. Tell you what, Alex Jones, you're going to get hell of a value too, probably. Yeah. Who? Eric Jones. And Eric Jones. Uh, sorry, Alex Jones. Hold on, I said Alex Jones. I, I mixed up the two. Alex <laughs> Bowman. I don't think Alex Jones can fit through the window net, my boy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that that jackass? Yeah, yeah, that con that conservative dude or whatever. <laughs> the guy with Kanye. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Oh god. Oh yeah, the guy that said that Sandy Hook wasn't real. Oh yeah, that idiot. Okay. Anyways, off the old uh, <laughs> soapbox there. Okay, well that's NASCAR. Uh, everyone enjoy. Let's check in on a little bit of NBA while I pull up the standing. Sean, um, how's your boy doing? Sean Morant. So speaking of idiots, oh, you know, you got Chase Elliott uh, taking a nosedive. I, actually, I don't know what Chase Elliott. I got to give props to my wife, you know, probably not in his contract like Big Ben did, you know, with his whole motorcycle thing. You got to give the guy a chance to have a fun family vacation. I think Larson was out there. Hammond was playing with Larson's son with the little BB guns. You know, they're all doing stupid shit, dangerous stuff. So, you know, it just happened that Chase broke his leg. I don't know if he was on the bunny slopes. I don't know if he was – if he fell off the lift or doing a black diamond. I don't know what he was doing. But when it happens to you, expect you're going to get some love. Expect that you're going to get some hate. But, Mark, what do you think about this John Morant deal while, while we get before we get into the standings? Oh, man, John Morant, you know, I think it's crazy that he's not on a team anymore or he's on a team. But what are they talking about suspending him or something for like I think he already I think he already did. Right. Well, I I think he got for 50 games. No, I think he already did like for like six, six games or eight games. Oh, is it six games? I, I, I forgot something like that. I don't know. This guy. What's the story? He like brandished a gun and um. And then there's and then there's like deleted tweets and stuff and and then there's a story that he played one on one basketball with the 17 year old in his backyard and then he like he like knocked him out like he, he physically assaulted him for whatever reason. Um, the funniest thing though, I woke up this morning and I saw the undisputed, right? Is that the skip and, and Shannon Sharp one? And like skip Bayless just looks at a hella white, like Shannon, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, like, is he a crip? Like, does he want to be a crip? Cause he, cause I've seen him a couple times, you know, brandishing the, uh, the crip signs and stuff, you know, like, I, it's just right. like totally coming off as like some, like, Oh, I don't know. I'm all oblivious, you know, but yeah, I don't know. So I just hope that he's young and dumb and he's not. Because he's like, bro, he's leaving millions and millions of dollars on the table if he if he continues with this shit, and he's gonna get in real trouble and get done, you know, dropped or you know, I'm saying, it's idiot, man. But what's weird with him is, I mean, I don't know, like he seems like a pretty down earth dude. I've seen him in a lot of obviously That's why matchups I'm surprised. with the Warriors, and I'm surprised that he'd be out there just like brandish brandishing guns you know i mean he seemed like a pretty right. cool normal dude to me but yeah you're right if he's just gonna you know put his career in danger because he's doing stupid stuff especially with underage kids and minors and whatnot it's just right what are you doing man you know it's just uh you see his dad always on the side looking like freaking the best version of usher as you can get right his <laughs> right. dad you know it's uh-huh. just man just yeah. his dad's gotta have a talk with him instead of trying to get into fights with uh with uh, Sharp, with Shannon, Shannon. <laughs> Sharp, right on the court side and whatnot, man. You need to, you know, I mean, maybe they're both hot-headed. Maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The tree. And uh, yep. John Morant is just uh, as hot-headed as his dad. But nah, dude. I mean, the Grizzlies obviously, 
make the right decision. You know, this guy is obviously the face of their franchise and he's kind of not obvious, not becoming the face of the league, but he's kind of a, becoming a big superstar whose face is there all over the league. Right. And people right. like him and uh, I'm sure kids over there and, you know, Tennessee really kind of look up to him, sells a bunch of jerseys and you just can't be brandishing guns. Obviously, that's illegal. And, you know, I, if you're drinking, it's like illegal to be in possession of a firearm under, you know, the right. possession of alcohol and whatnot. You know, so now you're breaking laws in that way. And just uh, you just got to be smarter. Jaw, you got to be smarter. That's one of the things that a lot of people don't like LeBron for his politics. A lot of people don't like LeBron for his whininess on the court and whatnot. But the one thing, you know, most people, including myself, have to give LeBron a lot of credit for is the guy just kind of a class act when it comes to keeping himself out of, you know, the limelight. I mean, not the limelight, but like the, the, trouble. the dark light, you know, it's just uh, right. trouble. You know, yeah. he's married. He got the kids. He doesn't get in trouble. He's not like getting arrested. He, you know, right. he doesn't have like rape accusations on him and whatnot. So I just got to say, dude, like a lot of, you know, John Morant probably even grew up watching LeBron. And it's just like you got to look up to a guy like LeBron right. to, you know, to like be help you be smarter man you got something to say mike my bad bro no it's okay i mean like i was just saying like if we ever saw things like this like with Allen iverson you know we'd be like ah that's nah, that's not surprising but john morant he never gave me any uh, you know uh, 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 excuse to think that way about him about him being just a troublemaker and just being like a, a thug or wannabe thug or whatever i don't know what he's doing man i don't know uh to chase you gotta be smarter than that. Because when it comes, you gotta <laughs> be smarter. You, you deserve to have fun, straight up. But if it's in your contract, that's one thing. If it's not, you still just gotta have fun. But to what Mike or Mark said too, accidents do happen. Like, right? You know what? They just happen. Jaw is a fake thug. He is so stupid. He's Ooh. so so stupid. Ooh, he is. Oh, he is a fake thug. He is a fake thug, straight up. Like, why would you want to be classified as a thug in the first place? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't get it, bro. Like you're actually like that next generation is supposed to be face of the NBA. Carry yourself like in the right way. You already played for a team that I think the whole NBA hates. You guys are all punks, sh- shit talkers. Mm-hmm. There's a thin line of okay, I get it, but like you literally carry yourself like you're a punk. Like you yeah. carry yourself, you're a straight punk. Right. It's just like I don't get that. Like why yeah. do you want to have a gun? Like dude, you're on the verge of like a freaking max contract. You're labeled to arguably one of the best young players in the NBA. Yeah. And then, like, to say he's going through things, no, no, that that has nothing to do with you flashing a gun in the club or carrying a gun in the plane. Take time to yourself because he's going, no, 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 he they made a stupid decision what he did. Actually hold yeah. him accountable. Yeah. I don't know. They should probably go through the tapes and see if he took a fell and t- and got some whiplash or something. He's got some Antonio uh, Brown CTE going on or ew. something. Now he's acting a fool over the last, you know, 12 to 18 months. But going back to what you were saying, Mark, about LeBron and how, you know, people m- may not like his antics on the court and just his overall attitude and politics or, or whatever, but he carries himself outside the court like he doesn't get in trouble. So people like John Morant still look up to him. It kind of had me wondering. It made me think of something I heard on one of the podcasts. I think it might have been some one, one of the ones on Barstool, thinking to ourselves, put LeBron James back in the Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan days. We probably wouldn't hate LeBron James as much because – and then put – switch Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I'm sure us three – we would like LeBron James more than Michael Jordan, like like him. Like maybe you could say that Michael Jordan's still a better player, like overall, whatever. But this whole era of social media, every single thing that you do on the court and off the court yeah. happens to us like this. 
right? So all the stuff that you saw in the old clips of the the documentary of Michael Jordan and stuff, if we saw him act like that or um, you know, uh, yell at his, his teammates or you know, the bully, it's like all that stuff during practice and like all the stories that we've heard, if we heard that up to we the minute, him. like like we would like, what a jerk, like what a jackass, like oh screw him, like yeah he he may be good, he may be breaking all these records and winning and you know have six rings and and no losses and championships, but nah, that guy's a jackass. That's kind of how we feel about LeBron. Like we know he's one of the best, you know, best or second best player of all time, but nah, we don't like him this this and that. I I just think that it's unfortunate that he's living in this era of social media where everything is in our faces up to the minute. People are live streaming what he's doing. If they live stream what Michael was doing at practice and at games, then a, thousands of people wouldn't be not would not like him as much as they do now. He would yeah, be on this pedestal. Is- to add to that too is LeBron I think would have to adjust back then his mentality would already be I can't do flopping because flopping wasn't a thing back then so and LeBron he's a tough guy let's be straight up like he comes off as he's soft but he also plays to what the NBA is now you touch his nose he freaking actually got freaking shot (laughs) straight up snipered but if he's because they know it's gonna get called if you care people think about me so back trying to win games come on now so no, no no I think you know Social yeah. media plays a huge role in kind of like the way the trend of the NBA is. And you think Jordan mm-hmm. wouldn't be flopping now or doing anything? Like, you can say he wouldn't. The old school, no, he's too tough. Come on now, bro. You try to get those extra free throws and fouls exactly. called. Come on, man. Because because we kind of act the way that we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like same with us. You know, like, you we wouldn't with try. the times. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Like, obviously, us three, uh, us three aren't, aren't, aren't making TikToks, but we're trying to do what we, what we do on social media, like, with what we can, right? You know, that's how we grow our brand. Back then, there'd be a lot more flyers and T-shirt makings and f- and <laughs> Bro, actual on, phone calls be be made and letters yeah. and postcards being mailed to these places trying to get interviews. Like that's, that's right. how we would market ourselves back then. Right now, shoot off a simple tweet, and within minutes you can reach that's thousands right of people. Yeah, easy. So let's uh check up on the standings. So the Milwaukee Bucks actually, since the last time we checked on the standings, have now overtaken the Boston Celtics, two and a half games up in the Eastern Conference, with uh, the Washington Wizards being the last team into the playoffs, with the Chicago Bulls being two games out of that spot. And then the De- the Denver Nuggets, I think they're probably the same as where we left them last yep. time. Seven and a half games up on the Sacramento Kings. Oh, the Kings are in second. Brother, no. Bro, the Kings I, are in second. Oh, and, man, you know, I, I, I talked that shit, and then they're, they're bro, probably like, yeah, we motherfucker. We both talked that shit, and, bro, it's funny because I was watching their no. game yesterday. They were playing versus the Pelicans. Bro, Mike Brown got some playing. Like, they play good basketball. Oh, it's March. They're going to make the playoffs. No. <laughs> oh, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to probably make the playoffs unless they go on, like, the ultimate freaking meltdown. I mean, they're, what, seven? Oh, bro, I should just double down, bro. I should just double down and be like, y'all suck still, and you guys are going to lose the first round. I should just double down. Fuck it. <laughs> bro, it, it's crazy, bro. They're playing good basketball. That's the thing, too. It's not just like they're getting lucky. I watched them yesterday, and they played versus kind of one of those good, challenging teams, the Pelicans, in that last right. playing game. So you know they're going to bring their full force. And yeah, dude, they won by like 20 something, I think. <laughs> it was crazy. The Warriors lose, but they're still up a half a game of having to play the play-in game. Yeah. They're in sixth place right now, tied with the Dallas Mavericks, 12 and a half outside of first place. So God. not going to get the division probably. That would probably belong to the Sacramento Kings. That's They're five games out of that, so possible. Huh. I think the huh. regular season ends when? Like mid-April or something? You have 16 games left after today, 10, nine possible. more on the road, seven at home. How, possible? How does the, not likely. How does that work again, nine place 10, or is it seven place 10? 
Seven, seven plays, ten, ten, eight, nine. Eight, nine. Yeah. Because you have to have a clear happen. home game. No, be, no, because it's like the loser. No, eight, nine plays ten. And then the winner loser of that game goes home. And the winner advances. Plays the loser of seven, eight, right? Uh, or something. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 you're, yeah you're right. You're right. So, yeah. Nine so 10, then the winner of those two out. games, the winners, the winner of those two games play each other. And then the winner gets seventh seed. The loser gets eighth seed. Yes, yes. That is how it right. works. So, yes. mm-hmm. so seven, so, eight winners so and eight plays winner of nine, ten. Yep. So you're saying that that, that three games are played? There are three games played. No, seven, and eight. seven eight, eight, nine, nine loser of eight, nine faces winner of nine, ten. Yes. Right. Okay. So it is three total games. Yep. Got mm. it. Yeah. Whatever they think, you know. <laughs> but no, Warriors got to sort of understood. I mean, seven and twenty-five on the road. That is so pathetic. That is so 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 Holy damn shit. pathetic, bro. It's bad, bro. I watched the game today versus OKC, and again, another hungry team. They're God tied for the last playing spot, but I don't know why. You know, the tiebreaker that puts the Pelicans there, but they just played so bad, like defensively. Curry had 40 points. Like yeah. they looked pretty good, but just, yeah, you can't lose by what was it, seven or something against oh a freaking Houston? No, OKC dude. by nine, lost dude, by nine. Yeah, it's so bad, bro. Like I, every time OKC came down, they made a bucket. Everyone remembers how to shoot the basketball when they played versus the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, bro. So who are we liking right now? Like going into the last. 16 games of the season who are we like in i mean obviously we Let's like denver sacramento. As, the, as the number one seed but yeah we got to root for sacramento we root for kd down in phoenix i mean you know? they're not gonna win a final i'm a championship i mean out of the west i'm going suns because you gotta if have talk, if i talk enough shit then this is, then the sacramento kings will uh, they ain't win no championship go. they might get out of the first round maybe but i still think experience kind of plays a role i like the nuggets too joker is so damn good man they're how do you ha- so how are we liking the knicks Knicks are, Knicks hot are right good, now. bro. Nine in a row. Okay. Nine so we like their chances going Nine into in the playoffs. So they can stay somewhat hot. And they're going to be their fifth seed right now if they can sneak up a few spots to possibly the fourth seed above Cleveland. They, they need to get know? a home game. They need to get a home game. I, I mean, Cleveland, I've said from the beginning of the year, I've, I really like Cleveland this year with right. Garland and Mitchell. I mean, Knicks, I mean, they got Josh Hart, who some people probably don't even know who the hell he is, but mm-hmm. he's like the perfect role player. Two-way player, plays damn good defense. And ever since they've got him, they haven't lost just kind of fits that team and they're like you said they're, they're Lenovo's right finest right Josh there it Hart. is bro there it is Ham Brunson and freaking DiVincenzo let him know is. how you feel baby Come oh is on, he oh, oh is that why Come no on, is, uh, Josh boy. Hart oh no wait so Josh Hart's on the Knicks now yes he got traded from oh so uh, he teamed up oh so he teamed up with Brunson Brunson's. with Brunson Dude, he's on the Brun- Knicks or the Cavs he's on uh Knicks oh so he's teammates with Brunson again nice yeah. Yeah, that, that I mean, even looking at that freaking East too, Toronto in the nine spot teams that you know you kind of thought would be a little better. Miami Heat, they're struggling, but they're a team you don't want to face. I mean, that East is loaded, bro. When I look at the East, even if some records may be kind of similar to those West teams, I don't know. I think the East there, it, it's. I feel like the I feel like the championship might come from the East actually. Oh, this I, year, I, man. I'm I'm confident it is, bro. I don't see anybody beating Milwaukee the way Giannis is playing. Uh, Boston, they're still freaking good one through five with the damn good bench and freaking the Sixers, bro. Nothing past Harden and B. They're playing hella good basketball, too. I'm going to the East. 
Get this though, Boston about three to one, Phoenix four to one, Milwaukee between four and five to one. The That's Nuggets your best money right there. Between seven and five, seven and eight to one. And who's next? Right next to them, the Warriors. Warriors. So they are mm-hmm. not. I mean, the odds makers still are not counting out the Warriors. They know how it's hard to beat this team in a seven game series. <clears throat> I'll be it. You mentioned that road. Yeah, road. Uh, that road, uh, road record, oh, yeah, road kill record, exactly horrible. So that doesn't fare too well when you got a record like that going into playoffs, trying to you know win your uh, second consecutive championship. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. If uh, you know Maverick sixteen to one here, and I don't understand how are these even updated Sacramento Kings? How are the Kings second in the West? And they got them here at a hundred to one. They're not going to win a finals. One. I'll bet anybody right now. Still you're hearing suck. right. You're hearing right here. I will bet anybody a thousand dollars right now. A thousand dollars. The Kings will not I just win don't, a championship. I just don't understand how you can I'll have second that, a second 2000. place team. We'll make it two thousand dollars. They're not going to win, bro. A championship. It's still a second seven place games. team. It doesn't to one. matter. It okay. This, well, Vegas is smart then. <laughs> they ain't gonna win a championship. That's why. Okay. I'm, 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 not, I'm not trying to sell like hundred to one. Yeah. So whoever's, whoever's listening will give you those odds. Me and Sean will put up two thousand. That person only $2, has to put up twenty bucks. <laughs> so and I'm, it has to be so me. You like Cleveland thirty-three to one? I take name me a handful of teams. I try to take them over. Knicks eighty to one. Easily over. Easily. <laughs> yes. So the West is that bad? <laughs> to me. All right. Here we go. The records in the end, if I'm looking at the playoffs, I think Denver's better than Sacramento in the playoffs. Memphis lost job possibly for 50 games and Brandon oh, Clark towards right. Achilles. 50? It's not confirmed yet. They're oh, confirming dear. the final details just because of the significance of it. But I hope it's 50 games. Give them 100 games for all I care. I don't give two it shits. Uh, Phoenix, you got to worry about. Dallas, you still got to worry about. And the Warriors. I think the Clippers, I mean, they do have PG and Kawhi, but it's like, nah. Westbrook's too busy uh, kicking people out of the arena. There it is. What a freaking poodle. I don't know, bro. It's just like, in a weird way, too, believe it or not, I still would never want to face a Laker team in the playoffs. You don't want to face a LeBron team. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't care who you are. Because he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop, bro. Yeah, he's an energizer, bro. He just doesn't stop. That's the thing. People are like, all this crap about the Lakers, bro. I hate them, too. But first round, Warriors, Lakers, I'm like, shit. I, I don't want to face the Lakers. I guarantee if you can get over under LeBron's like game one of the playoffs, like over under 28, 29 and a half, oh, he's God, scoring at least 35. 34 to 35. The, oh, Come easy because he's going to play fucking 100 Locking. minutes. 28 to 1, your Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, I don't think the West is that bad. I just think the East is that good. I really, I mean, the Bucks might be the deepest team in basketball, and they have Giannis who's just killing it. They're, dude. Yeah, They're Bucks good, are going to be tough this year. They're so about a good. month from now, the season will be over, playoff starts, so let's go ahead and check in on that. About, then, what, 16 games, huh? 17, 18 games. 16, right. 17 games, yeah. yep. So Getting when we close. check in with them, not in two weeks, but in four weeks, we'll go ahead and get another check-in on the NBA. Let's hit roll the EPL real quick before we go into comic books. Um, So, yeah, dude, uh, let's <laughs> just freeze over some scores, you know. Yeah, not, not, like nothing matters, you know. Uh, Liverpool happened, uh, right? against Manchester United, Jesus you know, they Christ. was a really well fought game, close game, close matchup. Uh, yeah, never mind. Liverpool, God. a freaking touchdown with a PAT on on that ass on Man U did not look very well. It was an 8:30 game, I I, I reckon. It was, I was watching uh, it. Yeah, it was nuts. And I woke <laughs> up to it, so I went to sleep, woke up for the race, and I was like, oh, piss. Seven, I'll see it. 
<laughs> I thought it was like Liverpool and uh, Man U's uh, football team, like actual just, American football uh, team. Liverpool just pulled the chair from them. I mean, United's actually right. been when you take away that game, United's been arguably the best team in Europe other than, you know, Borussia Dortmund. They're, they haven't lost in 2013. But yeah, Man U, they eliminated right. freaking Barcelona from the Europa League. They're cohesive. They're playing good, you know, soccer, but Ashford. It was one of those I see, man, you can go right back into the next game and get a win. It was just one of those oh shit games. Right. You know, still fourteen still fourteen points behind um Arsenal. I don't foresee you're not, Man you like making a push. I only see I only foresee Man City making that push up to beat Arsenal in the EPL. Uh Manchester United still stays at the top three. Um they are seven points clear of the top they four above uh, uh Liverpool. Tottenham, 45 points at fourth place. They are three points clear. Liverpool, only three points out of the top. They're one win. One win and a Tottenham loss away from being in the top four because they have a plus nine differential uh, over Tottenham. So we'll see. More importantly, they're getting healthy. Liverpool is getting healthy, man. As bad as they've been, it's hard to believe that they're in that spot. How many games are we looking at here? So they play, what, 25, I think, and there's, what, 38 games? Okay, so about so let's see table. You have some teams have played twenty six. Liverpool has played twenty five. So you got about what thirteen games left. Easy. That's plenty of points to catch up on. Plenty. And U has a game in hand too. So I mean that's what kind of helps them with Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool's goal is to try to get a hot spur. So you got Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool this Saturday at four thirty a.m. I'll be able to watch that. All right. Um, they're uh, at Bournemouth. And then you have Manchester United at home against Southampton. So, I mean, looking at hopefully some wins, you know, Arsenal at Fulham, uh, Newcastle at home against the Wolves there. <laughs> oh. there you go. Leicester City and Chelsea, Tottenham at home against Nottingham Forest, and then Manchester City go to London at Crystal Palace. So some good what games. What team in the EPL has not lost longest streak? Has the longest lost? streak. The, the longest streak of uh, not losing. Um, well, if I'm looking at the standings and if I'm looking at a team that like if if uh, that I, I don't really <laughs> recognize from, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna go with Brentford. No. Fulham. Even though they're playing good, no, it's actually even though they're actually that low, it's Nottingham Forest. Forest. They've gone, I believe, is 14 games without a loss in the Premier League. I think I've seen that correctly. Okay. But only like six or seven wins. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and at least they're probably confidently. Well, actually, six wins. They only have six wins. So, yeah, six wins. And, and, then and they're only freaking. Draws. They're only four points clear of relegation. So <laughs> they, they were deep <laughs> much, down in much the, needed. the dungeon. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah. yeah, so that means – oh, cool. Manchester United and Liverpool play the 19th and 20th place teams in the EPL this weekend. So if they lose, then that's a that's bad a, thing. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad thing. Right, and so. let's not – let's touch on uh, let's touch on UCL real quick. I know Sean's happy yeah. about that as well as his grandpa. Benfica, f- baby. There it is. Five to one over Bruges, right? Benfica advances 7-1 on aggregate. So does oh. Chelsea. 2-1 on aggregate over Borussia Dortmund. And uh, I don't know if you guys uh, tuned in to any of these games, but Got some congratulations, too. Sean. Yeah, bro. Obviously, I'm a good Benfica, thing for man. Benfica. I mean, we were talking about it when the draw came out that we did kind of get the easiest team. But then again, you know, at this point, you're just trying to go as far as you can. So I think, what, that was 16. Now it's like the move into the Elite Eight. 
per se. So mm-hmm. yes, that was about yeah, 16. Man. So yeah, quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals. I mean, Benfica, like I said, they're rolling along and they're playing good. I think they're like nine points clear also in the Portuguese league from Porto. So yeah, man, they're doing all right. Doing all right for themselves. All right. Gonzalo Ramos, Portugal's finest had two That's today. That's right. On the 42nd or on the 47th minute and the 57th. So going into half and a little bit into the second uh, half as well. Bayern Munich tomorrow against Paris Saint Germain. Yes. Bayern Munich being 1 0 on aggregate. No AC name Milan, either. Tottenham Hotspur for versus AC Milan. Milan 1-0 on aggregate. So uh, I know Liverpool's pretty much done here after losing that 5-2. I doubt they're going to be able to go into the Barnabao and be able to do anything over there in Madrid. So they didn't uh, think they were going to win versus Barcelona, and they're down three nothing. That's different. Then. They were at, they were at Anfield <laughs> back then. I know. I know. I know. And you, you know, that, you know, you know what the difference is? They were at Anfield back then, and for some reason, that's the Spanish team that they seem to have a better uh, chance with than they do with Real Madrid. Obviously, Real Madrid beating them twice in uh, the final, and uh, you know, again leading here, so it's yeah. looking ugly. But yeah, we'll some see good how. games to come up, that's for sure. Yeah. Some games tomorrow, some games next Tuesday and Wednesday as well. All right, folks. And as we transition from sports into comic books, I wanted to take a quick break and let everyone know that this 180th episode of the Comic Bookies podcast is brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Uh, Visit Alex in the shop every Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Follow them on IG and Twitter at TI Comics. Follow us. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, just search at the comic bookies or just the comic bookies. Um, especially since we're going every other week, Sean, we're not going to have a hell of a lot of time to get through every single book we're reading. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying to like post a lot of these, you know, quick little reviews and tagging these artists and 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 writers and trying to give them the credit that that they're due. Um, so then that way I can actually like pick out like eh, five books that I'm really going to so talk about yeah. and not all 14 books that I have. Um, so let's get into it, fellas. Uh, let's see. We get into the books coming out tomorrow, the 8th of March, 2023. From DC, we have Batman 133, The Flash 794, Poison Ivy 10, Batman Joker Deadly Duo number 5, and a first, Adventures of Superman John Kent number 1. <laughs> and Marvel this week gives us Amazing Spider-Man 21, Moon Knight 21, X-Men number 20, Avengers 66, and Fantastic Four number 5. Image gives us Spawn 339, Rogue Sun number 11, a new story Stoneheart number 1, and a book that I'm actually reading pretty good, Almighty number 2. Boom Studios gives us Know Your Station number 4, Dark Horse, a, a, a new book actually I'm getting called Clear number 1. A Blaze uh, gives us Traveling to Mars, number four, and AWA, Black Tape, number two. Let's get into it, fellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, lot of bo- a lot of books to review. Uh, Mark, you have just stepped away. I was telling Sean that that's why I've been you know, putting our Twitter you know, um, handle out there, so that way people get a little bit of our reviews and everything, because I'm going to start doing more of those posts on books, because when we meet every other week, that's like 13, 14, 15 books oh, to yeah. review. And I don't know if uh, we're going to want to do that many reviews. So trying to get as many of those little posts out as I can to give the writers, the artists, and everyone their dues. And that way we only have to – we can pinpoint like five or six books to really get into. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it, guys. What you're excited for this week, what you liked last week. This week, you know what? I'm very – 
Batman loving right now this week. Batman 133 and Deadly Duo. I love Deadly Duo. I really, really am enjoying it, and I'm happy you also got that, Mike. And you know what, Mark? You actually talked me into, I think I will be in the shop tomorrow, and I will be getting that Adventures of Superman, John Kent number one. Kind of did a little follow-up looking into it, and it actually does look pretty damn good. So, no, it'll actually be a better week than I thought. That actually wasn't the one I was talking about, though. The one I was talking about is the one that... Just Superman. Just Superman. Oh, just Superman. Oh, I see this one. Okay. This one actually looks really this good. One, no, this one came out like two weeks ago, right? Okay. Yeah, two weeks. No, yes. I didn't get that one. So if there's so still coming out. If, if there's still copies of those, then get that. So remember, yes. Action Comics they had like four different little short stories. Then it says to be continued in Action Comics. I know exactly. To be continued in about, Superman yep. number one. And then they had Martian Manhunter said, "Oh, like we need Superman." Wait a minute, like Clark Kent's dead or, or Clark Kent's not here? No, I'm talking about the other one, his son. To be continued in Adventures of Superman, John Kent number one. That's that one. So coming into this dawn of DC, coming out of the whole Superman little is like something different in action. Superman, John Kent. Yeah, we're getting that. So something different. Nice. But you know what? Just for some diversity, go ahead and grab it and see how it is. You know, I mean, what's the harm? Just get the first issue, see if it's good, and then you know, if it's worth a pull, pull it. Definitely. Uh, Previous books. I do first want to get into The Punisher because this is probably one of the worst ones that I did read. It was Punisher War <laughs> Journals. And, yeah, it was one of the worst runs because it was kind of like uh, Wife's so Alive, Kids Are Alive. And it's like basically just came back. It was almost like a, like a flashback type of thing. So the whole thing is him kind of going through his like PTSD, have to write into the journals, marriage problems. So it was just kind of like the whole freaking book was that way. Kind of like the estranged fathers got back from the war, isolated, going on daily walks, like hearing noises, thinking it's like kids, you know, people screaming back in the war. And there it is. There it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I just I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. I was so would you used say, to. Would you say you were punished for reading it? I can't say I was punished. It's still the Punisher. And we also have some great news on the Punisher, which we will speak to a little bit later. But, yeah, I definitely wanted to point that out because it's probably the first time I've said something bad about the Punisher book. Uh, Yeah, it kind of is what it is, man. I'm sure the next one hopefully will be good. Uh, Mosley number two. That actually was pretty good. It was good because it was a little bit like a different ending than I expected. Pretty much long story short, the world is kind of captivated with all these like hierarchy people that are kind of just brainwashing everybody he just randomly gets powers at the end of number one number two he's trying to basically save everybody and let me just go to the enemies long story short and just kick their ass but at the end when he does kind of proceed to do what he wanted to do to the, the hierarchy type enemies like robotic type people everyone actually starts getting mad at him like hey they were gonna make us elite and they're gonna bring us to the hierarchy why'd you do it you know why'd you do what you do basically all the brainwashed people so I would expect what book this, is this? Mosley? Um, Mosley, yeah. Mosley number two. Hmm. Yeah, it was I didn't, a cool little I didn't story. Even, I didn't hear you talk about number one. What's it, who, Who's the publisher? Mosley. Oh, I didn't even hear about I, this book, my boy. <laughs> I will. When when you guys start you know, going through your guys' books, I'll run to the room real quick and grab it. But no, it was good. I talked. I think it was uh, – it may have been an episode that I think you weren't even recording. So it was a, maybe about a month ago when okay. uh, number one came out. But no, it was really good. And then I know Mike is uh, reading Junkyard Joe, and that was a uh, really good. Junkyard Joe's really good, man. Dude, Studios, Junk- I believe. Oh, dude, Mostly Junkyard Joe is hella good. 
<laughs> it was sorry, Mark. So you uh, jumped off the train too uh, soon on that on, on that Geiger book because this whole universe is gonna is bro. gonna unfold into some good shit right here with Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, Brad Anderson. Just a really good book um, because oh man, it's you know I, I really can't. I don't know. It's just, it's just good. It's just good. The 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 different it's faction of the of the government they're hunting them down, but you don't know if they're like official or if they're kind of a rogue agents, you know, just trying to you know, just trying to get to them. And then Joe does what Joe like Joe hates guns, right? But he's like he's making mistakes, right? So he's he's killing the hunters because they had guns, you know, but the, all they were doing was trying to hunt for game, right? That was crazy. And then of course he doesn't like the guys who are trying to capture him and the kids, you know, because they have guns and everything. So um but then what's his name gets um, uh, you know, gets um mollywopped a little bit. What's his name, the old guy? Um, oh God! Uh, 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 uh. Jesus Christ! The hell's his name? The guy, do, 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 do. Mr. Davis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, Mr. Davis. Davis. We yeah. I like the flashbacks of his wife. How everyone liked her. Yeah. Oh, it's good that they kind of brought her up in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it was weird to me that they left Mr. Davis there too. He like he left him because the dad came by and he was just there. So obviously they just want the robot. Yeah. They don't want to hurt anybody else, you know, like they will if they have to. But, yeah, he's leaving an easy trail because he's killing these guys that um, – Killed the deer. And right. Well he's, well, he's not killing them, but he's like, you know, breaking their guns and stuff. And obviously then those guys get put in harm's way from those dudes. They boom, boom, boom. You know, those guys freaking get killed. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's a really good book. And but what's weird now is is that we find out at the end that, you know, he was actually the problem, Junkyard Joe. So mm-hmm. we're going to find out from all these secret files and everything from the Pentagon and all that stuff. Like hopefully they go into like this flashback of why people think that he needs to be stopped instead of, you know, instead of seeing instead of left alone to be the good guy. You know, exactly. I like so. it. Cause even like, I mean, all he does when he meets new people is like actually starts like cleaning. <laughs> so it comes off like, oh, not that <laughs> exactly. bad. But then you start seeing the reaction now once he hears gunshots, bro, forget mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, moving on, uh, the two different books that I read in the DC Lazarus Planet uh, was the Lazarus Planet Dark Fate. Um, that one was pretty good. Like I, like I said, each and every week these one shots are pretty cool because they're, you know, they're what's it called, you know, doing they're creating more stories and stuff, which sucks because we're all going to want to jump on these ones. I don't know if any of you have flipped through the DC Connect that we just got last week, but there are I a ton. Yet a ton of these new stories from the Lazarus planet, these new and whether they're ongoing or short stories, they're coming out from this dawn of DC. I don't know if I'm going to get any of them just because I don't want to commit too too much to too many things. But uh, yeah. And then, of course, the Lazarus planet Omega was the final issue of this big story, this big event with, you know, Nezha and King Firebull and everything and Black Alice who uses her powers and they think is dead and, you know, pretty crazy pretty crazy uh you know just magic is just effed up because of the lazarus planet you know the volcano exploding and just a rain of all this this lazarus pit is raining down on people giving them powers people with existing powers they're like they're morphing in certain ways whether it's good or bad that's what that's how we're getting all these new stories coming out of the dawn of dc because they've pretty much created a lot of these new heroes or villains so to speak so um but yeah pretty cool 
I will say that the Spectre, one of my favorite characters, is in that story. And speaking of Spectre, we have a one of my favorite off-continuity books, uh, Deceased, like that zombie one. Tom Taylor keeps bringing the heat with issue six of eight, War of the Undead Gods. And, uh, you know, you have Lobo in this, you have Brainiac, you have Mixus Pitalik, you have Spectre. So Spectre is killed, right? And then who – you'll never believe who this is, who becomes Spectre because he just kind of wills it to happen. That is Alfred Pennyworth. Oh. <laughs> Alfred what? Pennyworth becomes the next Spectre. So that's a pretty cool story. Um, and then what do you guys think of Undiscovered Country? I mean, is there really much to say? I think this is the last issue coming up, issue number 24, because like we always say, you know, to be concluded, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot. I think it's a long time coming. Uh, if I think we would have appreciated the books if it was 24 straight weeks and not, you know, God. It, or I'm sorry, 24 straight months instead of taking like seems like what, four years to do like an average of one book every other month. So, um, you like, know, the, the story was just like jumping around. Yeah, exactly. It Chan, was jumping around Chan, a lot. Janet and Chang and like so like, like that. Yeah, that end of the story took a turn. It was like they were going through the circle, right? And all of a sudden, something just flipped, where it was like, oh, here's here's the future. And then the war was won. Uh, and then Chan and Janet, like 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 they were the ones yeah. who were hunting them. And they like, whoa, when did that all this happen? Like it see, it seemed rushed. This last arc or two. So they're trying to end it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like they like they were. They even showed like pictures of the spiral, right? Like in beginning books. Right. And it, I mean, like, wasn't it like lands or whatever? Wasn't there like six or seven or eight of them or type something of like that? And, like, I mean, it feels like they got I, to four or five. I just think for a, for a story that's going to be made into a movie or a TV show, I, I kind of wish for more. Like maybe they do a better job putting it onto the silver screen or to my, you know, I don't into see a, how into a streaming becomes, service. I don't, I don't know how it, I don't see how it becomes a, a show. Yeah, especially if, especially if you're going to have like whatever's in America after that 50 years and how they mutated, you're going to need some serious CGI with how they look, right? With, like all those animals that they were freaking writing in the beginning arcs. Remember that? Even without the CGI, just costumes and whatnot, that would be a very difficult it's and expensive, an expensive, you know, show to try to put on, especially right. in this inflationary environment that we're living in right now, where everyone's trying to cut cost of productions and even cut know projects altogether you know i don't think that an expensive project like that especially something that you know got rushed and i like i always mention sometimes i'm gonna have to find that but i'd like to see like how the numbers were being like sold on this undiscovered country how many times it's been dropped picked up because uh you know um yeah snyder you know Mm -hmm. great writer and whatnot but like you said i think we would appreciate it more if it was 24 straight months instead of like I don't think that three month hiatus they took was like the only one that we probably didn't get either. It just it felt like this book's like been two and a half years in the making. But Mm -hmm. we'll see how it concludes, man. It's uh, yeah, you know, I I was way more excited for it, but it is what it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, Another story that I wish you guys had been on since the beginning. It's been years and years, a couple of different stories within this universe. I know, Mark, you got the Harley Quinn story just because you're a Harley Quinn fan. But uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight, this uh, eighth and final issue of uh, Batman Beyond kind of in this story. And then, of course, leading into what the new story in May uh, is the Joker and Harley Quinn's daughter. We have Batman. uh, We have Generation Joker coming out in May. So that's Katana Collins and, of course, Sean Murphy. Just an amazing, um, amazing universe. Just another off continuity stuff. And, you know, I I just really like it. I love it. 
Sean, let's talk. Did you do Damn Them All number five? I posted I about it. I, I didn't do number five. I am caught up through, I believe, four, which I read, man, like a week and a half ago. Okay, you got to You got to read five. So okay. I'll save five. I'll put yeah, I'm caught through I'll four. Put this area in my desk. So that's I still have to talk about that. Um, let's do uh, the Flash. Ooh, now we yes. will say we've talked shit about the Josh Williamson. You know the end of his run. We've talked shit a little bit about a couple of these issues from Adams. Um, I like this. This is a pretty it's cool a uh, arc. I like this arc, man. What do you guys think? What's the name of these enemy? This group of enemies again? The uh, yeah, the, the fraction, the fraction, or something yeah. like that. They're actually uh, making it like appealing. Like they're actually like almost like a one step ahead of this, you know, group. Uh, it's yeah, they're, never, they're it's, one it's, step. It's, they're one step ahead of the organic conduits or whatever oh, they like. Oh God, to there's a word. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cool. It's a cool way to. Uh, it's a cool. I think it's a cool uh, concept for a villain. Concept's You're faster cool. than everything else, and then the and then the people that are as fast as you are the people with the speed force in them, you have to use them to then power all of your shit. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. Like everything's cool. frozen. And if I see you move at all, boom, I have to like kidnap you and I and then I have to use you and use your speed force. I, I, I think it's a Superman cool in the beginning. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because he's super, super fast, but he's he's just a little bit slower because he doesn't yeah. have the speed force inside of him. So it's pretty cool to have all the the Flash family it's going to be weird how they end it because you can't kill. But they still got run. that. They actually still got that one minute war uh, special coming out again. Right. I mean, and then we have this week's we have we have part five of the story plus the That's one right. shot that came out. So we have two issues actually this week. Oh, wow. They're coming out with the one shot and part five on the same week. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's odd. Yeah. yeah. No, this should be pretty good. The part four. I actually liked it, too. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens to Wally because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he ended uh, that, that that Chevy that bow tie Camaro that yeah, 67 that, 68 right there. Up. That boy turned into some dust. Yeah, but they can't kill off Iris. Something has to happen where shit gets reverted. Shit gets reverted to like right, like right when, like right before shit goes down when everything happens, and then you know everything you know gets frozen or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, that emotional moment when you know freaking Flash has the ring and he's mm-hmm. right, and then. Up. Obviously, the kid Irie is in some deep shit right now because she wanted to go help fight bad guys with the, yeah. with the mom and the dad. And but she has to watch. She was supposed to watch the Superman most important, protect them. <laughs> most important <laughs> so hero ever. ever said. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. You just have to, you know, you just have to watch the Adam and Superman and you know all these other superheroes. And then it's 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 yeah. what's her name, huh? The one that looks like the Joker or the Batman who laughs, huh? It's Miss Murder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Miss Murder comes yeah, in. Uh, he's got Irie, and it seems like the whole. Uh, Flash family right now is under siege, and uh, you know they're actually been uh, taken um, taken under, if you will. So right, things not in, yeah not looking too good for the Flash family at all. So uh, Mark Superman, you want to get into it, even though Sean has um, hasn't read uh, it. You guys Just, go ahead, if y'all want to. I mean, um, what'd you think? Did you, did you read Green Hell? Duh. Green you Hell. Want to get into is, that later? Well, no, well, I only have three more. Okay. Uh, this one, Green Hell and Clayface. Okay. So, yeah, let's get into it, bro. Superman was pretty good, dude. I actually really, really, really liked it. Um, But, I mean, I, I mean, for a Williamson book, I don't know if I liked it as much because it's whatever. I'm, I just think I'm excited to finally read a Superman. I've been reading action. I've never gotten Superman. Right. Uh-huh. Look at Mike. He's excited. Yeah. But, <laughs> you, were, um, you, you weren't there back in the day when I was reading uh, Peter J. Tomasi's uh, initial run on Rebirth of Superman. But I like how it's kind of like um, 
it stems kind of from what obviously him being at War World, what we were, what I was reading in action. So it's right. coming from basically the same thing. You know, obviously this issue starts off is uh, uh what's her name? Leslie Livewire Willis. She's pissed Livewire. off. Livewire. Like Livewire is like Livewire is cool because me and Sean have seen Livewire in our CW shows. She's been mm-hmm. a, a like a villain in those shows. I think it was either Flash or. Green or, or Green Arrow. Okay, yeah, you're right. But she's also, I think she's also in DC Superhero Girls, the little like kid comic books that my daughter has, and like the TV shows or cartoons they have. I think she's one of the girls that go to their high school, like Superhero High or whatever. So yeah, but, but, it was good. She to see was her. she was all pissed because her podcast Shock Talk <laughs> got canceled. That's I right. Laugh. You know what? She is laughing. in the Flash because that's what that's what she was trying to do in the show. She was trying to like. Um, she was trying to be on the radio or a podcast. Yeah, that was the same shit that on the CW show. That's right. That's pretty funny. <laughs> you so can't you, cancel me. <laughs> oh, so what do you think, funny. man? Lois, Lois, editor in chief now. Crazy, crazy of the planet. Right. I don't. You know, don't cancel me. You know, like don't. You know, don't call me a perv or whatever. But uh, Lois Lane's a good-looking woman in this book. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Freaking, like, you got to pull it up now. <laughs> I had some. I would have some X-ray vision for Miss Lois Lane right here, even if she's yelling at me. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, so you got to give it up to Mister uh, Jamal Campbell for that one, right? Mister Campbell, brother, brother Jamal had a vision, and he... <laughs> Mister Campbell got that vision, and no sticky pages, but you know yeah, it's good. <laughs> Julius Campbell. <laughs> but you know what's cool is, is that also just like at the same time we have a Flash family, we have a Super family. So we have a lot of the other kids and stuff and the other, you know, we have Connor and we have, I forgot what his name is, but he's the Superman from China. Just a bunch of different uh, Superman who are kind of, <laughs> what are they, living mm-hmm. at their, some of them are living at, at their residences right now. Uh, we have Lex Luthor talking to him through, you know, Mercy, but you can, you, know, you can hear him, right? He has super hearing. He can hear it, right? And so it's going to be really cool to see what kind of unfolds for Clark. Yeah, Le- Le- because, Lex because, Luthor. Yeah, because he's trying to like he's trying to call the shots from the pin from the big house, Lex right. Luthor, and then, and then Mercy he, and then Mercy's pitching him to like work for them. Like, yeah, it's, like called, I mean, it's, it's called Supercore now. It's not called Lexcore. No, like, this yeah. is all for you, huh? And they're no, no, no. wheeling him into do with they're wheeling him into something, and then what? He he uh he has like this hologram of his dad, uh, Jor El, right? Right. And then yeah. like the it's like yeah, yeah. it's like something from Coachella, LL01. And then he gets all, uh, you know, Clark gets all pissed off and just freaking exactly. runs off. And then what's up with Parasite at the end, bro? It's just, just it's probably just the start of a start of that arc, the right? Arc. We wanted to have Superman one to kind of introduce this whole thing, and, and then, then in the like, background you're gonna have Lex Luthor, but this is like the first arc you're gonna have Parasite as the main villain for this. And once arc. that Parasite like touches you, right? He like absorbs Superman's powers, and mm-hmm. then all the little minions in the back on the right at the right. end. Absorbed. That's what makes Parasite so uh, powerful. I think Parasite's been in maybe The Flash. I think Parasite, we saw Parasite in one of the CW uh, shows as well. Um, you haven't seen that before? Like in any kind of – oh, that's right. You don't watch any of the fucking shows. Like wow. that hologram thing, that's an old thing. I don't like thing. Parasites, bro. No, the, the hologram. You uh, see that in so many different Superman movies and TV shows. That's, the LL01? Yeah, that, that's it. Not the you know Lex Luthor being there, yeah. but it's 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 been Jarrell. 
that's like the the first thing so, that you know that that what happens when he comes of age when he finds his ship when he finds the thing to go to these fortress of solitude that's the first thing he does he puts that crystal in the you know this big old looks like a computer type thing with a bunch of crystals and then all of a sudden boom hello my son and he pretty much teaches him what he doesn't already know about becoming a kryptonian under the yellow sun hmm. okay yeah all right, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's gonna be really good. I, I, I hopefully I haven't read but, just, like like you said I haven't read just Superman, and it's felt like a long, long time. And it's uh, Lex Luthor supposedly feels that, or what they're saying is that he feels like something really bad is gonna go down, and that he right. needs like Superman and whatnot. But it seems kind of fishy, right? But who knows? Mm-hmm. A lot of these superheroes or whatnot, like Harley Quinn kind of turned into somewhat of like a good guy right now and whatnot. So, you know, right. right. There's a lot of different things going on in these comics. So. All right. So here here we go. Lloyd Christmas. Harry Dunn. Have we totally redeemed yourself? Jeff Lemire. Has he totally redeemed himself with Swamp Thing Green Hell? Number two. I'm sorry if I butchered the last name, but Doug Mankey (laughs) and then David Barone or Baron. Um. Good, good issue, man. I mean, I, I feel that as I read the issue, issue number two, I felt like I didn't need to go back uh, and read issue number uh, one. It's like, oh, yeah, that did happen. That's right. That's you right. Kind Constantine? Of, yeah, oh, oh, for sure. For sure. I remember Constantine. Yeah. But um, I love me a good off continuity Justice League dark characters, right? right. Zatanna. John Constantine, anything to do with magic, I love an off-continuity uh, uh, story. I got another Black Label book. I forgot what it was. It was something Darkness or whatever, but it was a three-issue you know, John Constantine book that I got a, a few a – few, uh, maybe a year ago. Um, but yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoy it, especially the artwork. It, it does it for me. So what do you think? Dude, the artwork was crazy. I I mean I did like it for after such a long hiatus. You know, I, I – yeah. Man, Ooh. that one felt, big spread. It felt like he was fighting the uh, the mascot of Disturbed. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the right. album covers of Disturbed. It felt like he was the, finding him. Geez. The one thing I, I, when I was reading it though, I'm like, I was like, it's really gonna end in one issue now? Don't don't we feel like cheated? We got one. We had to wait like a year for the next one, and now we're getting one more, and it's the this last month. one. Yeah. Because I mean, I felt like this story could go as you know, it's a lot. I think I really enjoyed the way the art went with like the story and whatnot, the whole the greens and just Alec Holland just having a flashbacks with his family, his wife and having to make like a decision to save like a humanity and whatnot. So, I mean, and now how we no go ahead. Keep on. Sorry. And now we got like the um, what do you call it? Um, I don't even know what you call them, all them trees or whatever that that's talking to him. And it's just. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah. The green. Yeah. The green, yeah. So it's just like green. the perp. Now they got their own story too. Well, now they're gonna die. It was kind of like um like the times, right? How we're talking about climate change and whatnot, and the trees are talking about like, oh, we're gonna die too. So, um, right. I, you know, I would uh, slightly disagree with you on the um length of the book because there, to me, there's a fine line when you have a story like this, and you know it's supposed to be just a short story, like just an arc. There's a fine line between, you know it being too short and you wanting more. And then all of a sudden there's four five, six issues and you're like, ah, you can end it already. You know, I think black label, these, these, um, prestige books, you know, the, the bigger ones, I think that, you know, the three issues are perfect. I don't think I've ever 
complained about a story being too short for these black label True. Uh, prestige ones. True. Maybe – well, no, because Harleen was the only – we got like more. eight, huh? huh? Yeah. Yeah, we got like eight, six or eight or something like that. Yeah. So that's when paper was cheaper, I think, before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the story. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the third issue. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can say that I'm once again out. excited for a Jeff Lemire book, my boy. Mm-hmm. Got some zombies ass. coming up. Yep. Yeah, that All was right. great. That was great art, man. That was yeah. A, it's just different, you know. It's great and it's different, so I enjoyed it. I mean, it's just different because, you know, it reminded me of the first one also. Yep. And what about good old Boston? Hmm? Dead man making an appearance at the end. Oh so we'll yeah. See. I don't know nothing about him, but yeah, I was like Bro, Boston. Just watch like Justice League Dark. Boston. Pick up like a pick up like a, a random Justice League Dark like trade paperback. The guy, just, the guy that sent them to the to the old lady with the with the, the with the daughter, right? With the powers right. or whatever. Right. So just you know, or look up in your encyclopedia, kind of get yourself used to it, because I hope that we're sometime someday we'll get we'll get some type of like a live action Justice League Dark. It's gonna be badass. Um, okay, if you guys have no other books besides Clayface, yes, no, no. speak now or forever hold your peace, because <laughs> this one, my friend. Like How I said, it? like, oh, you didn't read it. Not even that, bro. How you uh, didn't how you didn't get Catwoman. I didn't get Clayface. So we uh, traded up. Yeah, man. bro. But 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 please read. But please actually tell me how it is. because I know it's a one bad day and I'm all for those. It was probably my favorite. Damn, was that good? Definitely. So like the buzz about it, you know, like, oh, this is my favorite. I'm like, really? Because there's been some really good ones. And they're like, no, no, this is good. Was this solid. was great. This could be a freaking movie. Like a, or, or, or maybe not a full length feature, but like make this into one of those hour and 15 minute DC animated movies. Yeah. Hands down. Really, yeah. really good. Um, like you know, struggling actor, you know, um, and he but he already has these powers, right? He's he's still, uh, you know, like a struggling actor. And, um, you know, he's going with one of his partners. Uh, he's you know, he's uh, working at a restaurant. He's like, oh, you know, kind of like a, just all these struggling writers and actors and everything, right? He goes for an audition, and he's they call in his like coworker, his friend, right? But he but, and, and this guy's a comedian, right? And they were like, oh, just come in for the the for the audition too. So he's kind of feeling like the why like he's not a he's not an actor, right? But this is what his friend's saying. He goes, I don't know why, you know, I'm I'm not a trained actor. You are. I'm just a comedian. Like I just give the comic relief, right? Like you're the one who's like an actual actor. And he goes, you know what? You don't know what they want. So if, if, if they want this, be that. If they want that, be that. And if you don't know, then just lie, right? And so they go into the audition. Of course, uh, Carlo Basil does not do well. You know, Clayface doesn't do as mm-hmm. well as the other kid. And they go on a little drive up to the hills, and uh, he gets a phone call, and the friend gets the job. Mm-hmm. Mark, oh, Mark if you want to continue, kind of we'll take turns kind of going through the No, story. go ahead. Go ahead. You you continue on it, bro, because I was – um, yeah, dude, I, I mean – so he he's not too happy. So he kind of just uh, you know kind of eats him. <laughs> he was like <laughs> eating up. Oh, him. Jesus. Was he? Like he kept going around eating up all these people and. <laughs> right, and not in a good way, not in a, not in a sticky pages way. Ooh, but yeah, yeah he, he goes back. He goes back to the studio, and then um he goes back to the studio, and you know because how Clayface works, he can switch. He can form into the bodies of other people. So he formed into the body of his friend who got the job. So and after then, he eats them, oh, he can change into them, yeah? Or was he, he can change in, 
Go ahead. Did, did he form into like, did he like form? You can't like, was he holding like forming into multiple bodies at once? Like holding multiple bodies? Like that's what I was confused on. No, because I think that, I think if you just, because he was in the trunk, remember? Okay. I don't think he, I don't think he has to like swallow him and have him inside of him to become him. Right. He okay. can just kill the person. Then all of a sudden, Oh, I already know your DNA makeup. And like, I already know what you look like. So now I can just like mirror it. Right. So he goes to the first shoot of the day, right? We have our stars, we have this. And all of a sudden he's, he says the lines as if he's Carlo Basil in the audition. So he's not doing well. He's not he doing what, what, yeah, ex- exactly. Right. So he's not the comic relief as the friend was. So then all of a sudden cut, cut, cut. Oh, what, you know, no, this isn't like, what's going on. And then all of a sudden he tries to give his opinion like, oh, no, I thought we could do it this way. He goes, and he goes, oh, you're going to be one of those actors. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Hey, everyone take the day. Like, you know, calm down. Come back later, blah, blah, blah. So then the person who kind of uh, uh, voted for him or the person the, – the, the lady that kind of uh, said, yeah, no, I, I'm going to give the, the, friend, the friend the job. She goes, what are you doing? Like I put my, I, my neck on the line for you and you go out and you screw this up. Not only are you fired – and you can't come back to the set and you're fired. We're going to find someone else for this role, but I'm going to go ahead. You know, it, it, now my reputation might be effed. Like, you know, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he's just sitting there getting pissed off. And before she could exit his trailer, mm-hmm. he sucks her in and kills her. Yeah. Right. And it's just one bad day. One after the other, he kills the director on Damn. set. He oh, kills the, that. he kills the movie producer in his office. Jeez. Right. And so and then so he becomes all these different people and then he becomes the movie producer and he's like, hey, I'm going to hold this huge swanky party at my Hollywood ho- uh, Hollywood home. Invite everybody. He even invites his two other friends that he worked at the restaurant with yeah. who were struggling, you know, actors and musicians and writers and whatnot. It's a guy and a girl. They go to the party like, hey, where's uh, what was his name? Start with a C. Like, where's Kurt or where's uh, Curtis? The, you know, the friend who who originally got the position. Oh, where's he at? He goes, oh, I don't know. Because at, at this point, now um, Clayface has turned back from the movie producer guy uh-huh. into their friend. He's just some you know, the blonde guy. That's gone. what I'm saying. He can just keep switching bodies like that? Yes. Okay. Which makes him so dangerous, right? Kind of to get away from. Chameleon. You know, mm-hmm. As we see in Joker, the the last man laughing. That's, you know, the other Joker was oh, Clayface. Yeah. The last so, issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then he... Um, and so, yeah, and so then he, he – what's it called? He, uh, what happens What happens to when he get, he kind of gets caught? What happens? Oh, he also sees Bruce Wayne. So he is uh, – he's in the body of his normal self, you know, the friend's friend, right? And he goes – and all of a sudden he goes – he sees Bruce Wayne. He goes, oh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, wow. Uh, you're here. And he goes, yeah, like, uh, you know, he's like – something about he gives money maybe i think to the studio or whatever he's like yeah i just flew out here from gotham or whatever you know like gotham's my home it doesn't mean i'm like glued here to it right Mm -hmm. and so and so what happens i forget what happens oh i think the friends kind of say no no, like where is he like where is our friend right and then they they say oh yeah nine people like there's something i need to tell you and so he kind of admits to killing killing him and he's like like my my name's carlo basil my name's not you know kurt or what or you know 
that's my name, Clayface, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and so pretty much then they call 911. He goes, no, you're not going to do that. And so he turns into Clayface, and he pretty much – does he kill? No, he doesn't. He kind of hurts the girl, right? And then the guy puts a, a – uh, he breaks a bottle, puts it through him because – Mm-hmm. After he kind of takes care of the friend, he turns into the uh, music, the movie producer. Mm-hmm. Hey, hope everyone's having a great time, but you know, like like all great things, you know, must come to an end. Over. Y'all got to go home. Like, you know, peace out. And all of a sudden, you see a half broken green bottle come through his chest. This guy's fucking clay face or whatever. Like, oh my god! And everyone's freaking out and stuff. And all of a sudden, he looks behind him and he looks up on the top of the mansion and there's freaking a lightning strikes and there are the two little ears of Batman. He goes, son of a bitch, and he goes, I'm not going back. So they run, 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 and then finally, and it starts raining. So of course, Clayface and Rain doesn't bode, you know, doesn't work well. So he starts to kind of melt and kind of yeah into mud. And then uh, Batman goes nine people in one day. Like I, I I can't, I can't forgive that. So they fight for a little bit, and then uh, you know, Batman sucks him up into a little machine like he's a (laughs) like he's in the Ghostbusters. Sucks him up. (laughs) See, like he looks like a little. Sucks oh, him up into this little machine. There's his two eyes right there in, in the mm-hmm. final page. And then um, pretty powerful stuff. He's kind of reforming himself at, at Arkham Asylum at the very, very end. And it's just a face at the bottom of the ground. And then you see like kind of like a tree like branching off. And then it's well, – I'll, I'll show you right now. Dope. That part was dope. It was like he's talking to himself. And he goes, I'm very open to, to, to feedback. So he's trying to talk to every all nine people mm-hmm. that he killed. In that one, so look, it's like oh, his gosh. face and it branches off. To all nine people, right? And then all those people kind of come to Connected life. To all of them, like, but they're his his clay version of it. So, oh. a, a, an amazing story. Uh, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, uh, Germanico, and uh, Romulo Fajardo Jr. Sounds like some Portuguese names, um, but yeah. Nice. Or actually Brazil, a lot of Brazilian. Hey, artists. I just give you credit for even trying to pronounce those last two names. I'm yeah. just looking. At- <laughs> right. So a very long winded review of that book. But, uh, you know, I didn't mean to go like into the whole thing. But no, hey, amazing stuff. The one uh, bad days have been a home run, bro. They've all right, been really right. good. Uh, and like it's taken me everything. I know you guys have seen it like maybe on ads or something. Or, but they have like after Rachel Gould comes out, they have the box set that looks beautiful. They have the box set Do that's going to come out of all the one bad days. It's like 160 bucks. But I'm like, oh, I can't. We didn't know, get the rock. Did we? We didn't get the Ra's al Ghul. No, I said after the Ra's al Ghul one comes out. That's, that's next? That's all eight. And oh, they I have thought the Clayface was gonna... the last one. Mm-mm, we have one more, Ra's al Ghul. Yep, so can't wait for that one. So, um, Liam Neeson. Well, I take a drink of water. Do you guys have any news? Because I think that's it for the comic books. Oh, news. Uh, the news. Sean's that. got probably the biggest news of exactly today. Yeah, man. Mr. Bernthal will be back as Punisher and uh... – the new Daredevil series that's going to come out. So I'm very, very excited about that. I mean, everyone knows for damn well. He just fit Punisher to a T. I remember like those old Punisher movies with John Travolta as the enemy. And I forgot that second one that came out. Like those are kind of just like, right. They didn't even do the justice of the Punisher. And yeah, man, it it's super exciting news. Uh, one thing I did also see in addition to him being added, I can't think of the actor's name. I mean, I'm not prepared, but I actually just seen it a little while ago. His lawyer, those fellow lawyers that work with uh, Daredevil in the Daredevil series, mm-hmm. they're not going to be returning. And I will see okay. if I can try to figure out what their names are right now. But there's yeah, two of the characters from the Netflix show. You mean Fulton they, Reed from Mighty Ducks? 
Fulton will not be back. Uh, there it is. <laughs> and, and then the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she will not be back either. Yeah. But yes, we do have uh, Punisher, which, will, I mean, who knows how many episodes he's going to be in. But right. just the right. fact that he's going to be making a, oh, man. at least a cameo or appearance is freaking awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it, but I don't know. It's going to be a PG-13 version of John Bernthal, Punisher. Because his Netflix yeah, show was pretty brutal, right? Because I actually stopped. Bro. I stopped halfway through the Defender, so I actually didn't get to watch the Punisher Netflix series. But I know that it was more rated R, right? Is this still on there, or is this on Disney Plus now? No, it wouldn't be on Disney Plus because that's like rated R stuff. Yeah, it's not on Netflix um, anymore. I don't know. I, I'd have to double check, but yeah, no, okay. I, I didn't finish <sighs> the whole like run of Daredevil, Jessica oh, Jones, Luke Cage, Iron yeah. Fist. I didn't I didn't finish all that stuff because I wanted to watch it in order. Yeah. And all of a sudden something came out that I stopped watching Defenders. And right after that one season of Defenders where they all were together, Punisher was that next. You got to watch if you ever want to see how crazy it gets. Just watch the first scene of Punisher arrested. And there's a mm-hmm. scene that he literally gets out of his cell. And it's just like imagine just a little straight away wall on this side, cells on this side. And he is just going through it. Just shitload of enemies. Oh, nice lined up one by one who are just like, oh, we remember who you are, bro. You don't beat our ass, help get <laughs> us arrested, and let's just say it's about as gruesome as it gets, bro. Okay, okay, nice. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty good news. Um, that would That is Daredevil Born Again. So this is going to yes. be the first show that's like a lot of episodes, like 13 mm-hmm. episodes, not just yeah. the regular, you know, six episodes, seven episodes. I think She-Hulk was eight. So yeah, They're so mid-sized in length, too, what, the 30 to 40-minute range, I think? Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. Um, let's see. HBO Barry. I love this show. I'm only I've only, I've only finished the first two seasons, I believe. But um, season four starts this spring. It'll be the last season of that show. Uh, did you guys see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem trailer? Kind of looks I like your trailer, but I did see that they had a trailer. The 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 um, animation looks like Into the Spider Verse. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Did, pretty cool. You guys should check uh, it. Out. Who's playing Master Splinter? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know a lot of the voices, but they Did sound I like see young wrong? kids. There was okay. So I seen. I thought it was Jackie Chan. I seen something that Jackie Chan was supposed to be playing Splinter. I don't know if it was supposed to be in that oh, movie or, or another Ninja Turtle sure. project that's in the works. But eh, who could have been? You know, I know. I, I know. I'm not sure if he's a voice, but I know Seth Rogen is doing this. Ninja Turtle. He's like he's nice. like the producer or director or whatever. So yeah, that should be good. Um, so I'm sorry to say for all you PS4 and Xbox One holders, your Hogwarts Legacy is now delayed um, uh, from April 4th and now until Cinco de Mayo. You cannot get the Hogwarts Legacy, which actually is not bad because I picked up and started playing the Assassin's Creed Valhalla last week, and so now I have an extra month to kind of get through that before I start playing the Hogwarts games. You're enjoying week. it too. Oh yeah, it's good. It's yes. a good game. I like um, it. D- Sean, did you end up watching the whole uh, Chris Rock stand up? I did not watch. I actually listened to the Mark stand up this morning. It was <laughs> oh, actually yeah. a lot better. Very better bang for my buck. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no it was, I uh, did, but I, I heard nothing. But you know, kind of what you said, awesome in the beginning, good. funny, but it did kind of tail off in the end. Right. No, it uh, f- for me, it was absolutely hysterical. First five, ten minutes, I was giggling, dying, laughing like Danielle was like, hey, put this on and I'm going to fall asleep. She fell asleep in the first three minutes and, and I was afraid I was going to wake her up. And then towards the middle chunk, it w- it was kind of just level out like it was some funny parts, but of like course. I could kind of 
zone out and do some of my work on my laptop. And then that last few minutes where he talked about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny nice. way to end it. Mark, what'd you yeah. think? Can I get some shoes? You don't like these shoes. How you like these shoes? Check out these uh, yeah. shoes. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> I mean, funny. I thought, I thought it was pretty funny the whole way through, man. Chris Rock, dude, obviously a legend. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I enjoyed it. He just that's what comedy should be like, right? Some outlandish right. stuff, some no holds bar, just go all out. You know, it is what it is. Like put the comedy in the people's hands and just mm-hmm. you know how let people like run with it. I know some of it's kind of crazy. I mean, I think a lot of people in there might have been friends and family watching him. Um, you know, obviously you think he's doing a two part special for Netflix, but uh he did say kind of some wild stuff there, right? And it's just like some stuff you kind of look over at your person sitting next to you and say, man, you're really going to say it. But, you know, <laughs> so comedians do, I guess. But, uh, um, man, just uh, congratulations, Chris Rock, the slap heard around the world. And uh, he kind of had the mic drop, if you will. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's true. And and like I love how, you know, obviously you can fault people for what they do outside of the, uh, you know, the comedic arena. But. Even today, if I buy tickets to a comedy show, I'm not – I'm going there for a comedy show, right? That's right. I'm not go, I'm not going there to find something to complain about and try to cancel somebody, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just love the pointing out of, of the hypocrisy of everything nowadays, whether it be politics, whether it be like in Hollywood and, and, and whatnot. I just – that's what makes me laugh the most because like I kind, of, I kind of annoyed Danielle in the beginning. I was like, mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. so I talk to you about it all the time. She points this out, but on the other side, it does this. Mm-hmm. See, told you. And she's like, shut up, she's quiet. He's trying to tell a joke, you know. <laughs> like I'm just right there trying, like, like he's giving me a speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in church or something. He's like <laughs> preaching, out, man. <laughs> preaching facts. I'm like, mm-hmm. That's the problem with comedy. It's like the only way to express the truth without making people like so upset about it, right? Because half of the stuff that these can be like that he said, it's true, right? So it's like, but it's like right. there's some uh, if like I don't know whatever. You made a joke about it though, and that platform, it's right. okay, mm-hmm. but no, it, it's true. It's and, it's. And you know, we're probably gonna get something. We're probably gonna hear something the next week of some certain groups gonna get upset about something he said, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't know. Waiting no. for it. They'll survive. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, Sean, Last of Us, real quick oh, before we bro. head out. Oh, Last of Us. I didn't up. watch. I, I didn't watch Sundays. So since you were gone, juicy. Two two weeks ago, you saw the whole episode where they were uh kind of I'm on the run, up. right? And so they. No, I know, but I'm trying to walk myself through it. So, so two episodes ago was when they found Tommy. Yes. Right, and then then they finally left, and they got to the school the college right it's and then like there was a, of like course, a school with a little lab there right it was supposed to be like a college like a university there and then of course it was abandoned and they're like oh like this is a list of you know they kind of kept a log and of course then you see the kind of the raiders right you know the guy the looters or whatever you want to call them raiders um, right can't trust them trust them and so they go down and they get into a scuffle obviously then he um you know he kills the guy, right? Yeah, he kills. He kills. He, yeah, the guy, yes. But he he kills, but then he gets, plank. but he gets, he gets stabbed, right? So, how they got away and how they did not catch up to them, like when they, when he fell off the horse and whatever, I don't know how that house or whatever that they got to in the next episode must have been close. Yeah. Um, but the episode with the friend in the mall, great, great Loved episode. Episode, Very, um, it, it, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I might be, I might be wrong or whatever, but this is just my opinion. That 
side episode from the main story was better than episode three with the couple. Hundred like, percent, because the thing like is, just, those are both side stories. But this one, I think we actually had more of a flashback, and we got to dig deeper into obviously the girl character. Right, right, because the 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 digging deep was just the couple that they kind of dealt with, right? Like the um, with the arms and everything and the food they traded with, right? Mm-hmm. It was basically on there, so it was a cool little like love story on the side during this apocalypse. But this side story, you d- dove deep into how how she thinks and how she came to be and how she is who she is now in the current story right and because of that that's why she didn't leave right she made that mistake by leaving the first time and then her friend getting bit and everything all this shit happening so she wasn't going to make the same mistake again with joel and so that's when she came back and she's gonna nurse him back to health with joel yeah Mm -hmm. so but this episode it looks like they're in more deep shit you know with another two guys whatever i'm gonna watch that episode tomorrow and so we'll talk about yeah, we'll talk about that episode, and then this Sunday, and then, yeah, so we'll probably, by the time we record next, oh, shit, you'll be done, but I won't even be here in, in two weeks. I'll be down in D-Land, so the, definitely by the time that us three record next together, that season will be done, and we'll get to wrap it up and kind of review that. So Do it to it, not probably. Anything you, anything really you watch, good. Mark, besides Chris Rock? That was so weird. Like we like we've been trying to pull your you know, like pulling like pulling teeth trying to get you to watch something. And I mentioned Chris Rock one time, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I and needed a start, good start quoting it, you know. <laughs> I needed a good laugh that night, man. Just right? uh, yeah, I don't right. know. You, when, that's why I asked you. I'm like, how long is it? If you would have told me like 140, I would have been like, nope. You're like, oh, it's just like an hour. I'm like, all right, it's I got an hour. hour. It's like an hour ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Exact something like that. Definitely so. got Mark in the joking mood, man. Ooh, yep. I was... Can I get some shoes? Yeah, you like these shoes. Can you like me get shoes? <laughs> that was so funny. The, the the Beyonce joke where if Beyonce worked in a Burger King, she could still marry Jay Z. <laughs> but if Jay Z worked in a Burger King, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. It is. It's true. It's very That's very true. Rough. But um, but all funny stuff. And I thoroughly enjoyed coming back on this uh, show here. Um, I will not be yes. here for episode 181. It'll be those two lovely clowns, uh, you know, opposite of me. But I will be back episode 182 sometime in April <laughs> to check back in and give you an update on life and how much money I spent at Disneyland on this mouse. And uh, but yeah, but all of the co- collision course of sports and comics, I'll be back in two episodes. Those gentlemen will be back in, in two weeks. 181 is over. Send them away, boys. 180's over, right? 180's over, yes. 180 was fun. And again, brought to you by Treasure Island Comics. Alex, you are the man. Thank you, everyone, took the time to listen to us. Like Mike and Mark have said, you know, this is the whole bi-weekly time of year. Or bi-weekly, God, one time every two weeks. So you're not going to be seeing us next week. But you will have me and Mark in two weeks. And more importantly, Mike, you are finally going to be able to get that Disneyland trip in. So you, the kids, the wife, have a beautiful, fun time, of course. And yeah, to the fans, again, keep thanking. Uh, We thank you guys so much. Uh, The shorts are coming out. All the extra tweets are coming out. There's so much good material out there between movies, shows, books, everyone getting the credit that are due. And, of course, NASCAR season is obviously fully upon us, you know. Don't worry about the stupid combine. Football, don't worry about that for, like, the next eight months. We do have the baseball classic. Who's going to pay attention to that? Go Team USA. But, yeah, 
again, guys, we thank you guys for all your support. We love you guys. Make sure you guys follow, subscribe, and keep interacting with us as well, man. What Mike said earlier, you know, the questions, uh, retweeting, you know, just chime in, guys. It's all fun and games, you know? Definitely, definitely. Thank you for that, Sean. Uh, you made my job a little bit shorter here. Just uh, as always, I'd like to say thank you as well for the sponsor, Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Hit up Alex and get you situated with everything that you need in the world of comic books and more galore. So, yes, uh, we thank you and uh, enjoy the sports. Really, a lot of them coming up. Uh, you know, even the Masters is around the corner and just uh, baseball and um, just exciting times now um yeah so uh thank you you guys can reach us on uh, all platforms where all these tweets are going and um you know at the comic bookies on instagram on twitter if you want to send us an email the comic bookies at gmail.com is where you can find us and uh don't forget, just uh, tell a friend, tell your mother, tell your brother, and just uh, share the word and spread it. We try to keep uh, it fun and exciting for you guys that are you know, into the world of sports and comics because we collide it bi-weekly now until football season. But come one, come all, and come join us every other week. So thank you guys, and until 181, I'm out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A little check in on the download action here currently being downloaded in all of North America. So thank you to Mexico, Canada, and of course, our top 10 here in the United States uh, over the last 10 episodes. I think my brother's actually, uh, you know, giving us some props down there because Phoenix coming in at second place, of course, with the San Francisco Bay Area being number one, Sacramento, Stockton, Modesto at number three. Across the United States, Orlando, Daytona Beach at four, New York, Boston, Massachusetts, Houston, L.A., Las Vegas for us, for you bookies, and Washington, D.C. coming in at number 10 over the last 10. Uh, for Mark and for Sean, this is Mike. I will see you guys in four weeks for episode 182. Enjoy these two guys for 181. And, of course, enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, enjoy the hell out of each other. See you all in a few weeks. See us in Disneyland. Bye. Peace. Peace and always enjoy each other and enjoy or don't enjoy daylight savings time. Double-edged sword. You lose sleep, but you gain an hour in daylight. So what do you like? Peace. Peace.